you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the com. The com. Hey, welcome to another podcast. We certainly appreciate you being here. Welcome to the Thunderdome, the arena, the amphitheater, the circus. The Hippodrome, whatever that is. I don't know what a Hippodrome is. I'm just reading off the Satharis for uh, arena stuff. Anyway, welcome to the arena of podcasting. We are uh, stepping into the ring, and we're here to provide you the greatest show. Uh, I don't know if it would be the greatest show on earth. That We might be pushing the hyperbole on that a little too much. But it's pretty be awesome because you you folks are here, and we've got a great guest as well. So why won't it be awesome? It can't be not awesome. Uh, so please uh, make it more awesome by referring this show to your family, friends, and relatives. Uh, the improv of the ramble just every time. Uh, go to goodreads.com for says Chris Foss, youtube.com for says Chris Foss, all the LinkedIn stuff, the big 130,000 LinkedIn group, the LinkedIn newsletter. Subscribe to that thing. That thing's hotter than, uh, that thing's hotter than, uh, I don't know, an arena on uh, a sunny day. I don't know. I, I'm out of jokes for this now. Uh, we, we've tapped it out. We've tapped out the, uh, the the beginning ramble jokes anyway guys uh you know the drill uh the family that loves you but doesn't judge you the chris voss show today we had an amazing guest on the show and he's going to be talking to us about his very very interesting background he is the founder and ceo of skin kick which is often called self-esteem in a bottle i probably need some of that uh ceo maddie Shirley is on the show with us today. He's going to be talking about his interesting legacy and career and uh, kind of what built him. His bio is kind of interesting. He gave me a lot of data on himself. I think he gave me everything but his uh, his blood type and his uh, and a stool sample. But we'll get that from him on the show. Welcome to the show, Maddie. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And humbled to be here. And uh, let's make it your best show ever. Let's do it. Let's the do best it. show ever. Try. Damn it, that's a high bar to set. And you realize if we don't make it the best show ever, we're screwed, right? Because we set that boundary or that uh, marker. No, we're never never screwed. You don't. As long as we don't give up, we'll just keep trying. Sure. All right, let's let's do it. We'll be here for hours, Maddie. So welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Thanks for coming. Give us your dot com so people can find you on those interwebages. Very simple. Skin is the skin on your body and kick, like kick your self-esteem to the highest level ever. Skinkick.com. There you go. And I got your last name pronounced correctly, right? You absolutely do. That's perfect. There you go. Well, I I tend to read the bios when they come across. So this is pretty interesting. Let's lay a foundation of of you before we get into your uh, company that you started. Uh, You're one of seven children. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, What was that? uh, Where are you in the the, uh, birth order there? Well, you should be able to guess, right? You're the, the number one. No, <laughs> right smack in the middle. So huh? I, I got beat up a little bit, but I got to beat some up a little bit too, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a survivor and a fighter, and there you, uh, go. you know, so. Well, that explains that explains my uh, siblings' experience. I was the oldest one, so I beat up everybody, and then they right. they worked it out amongst themselves. So now <laughs> I know what was going on with my siblings. 
I often tease my siblings. I'm like, I took all the good DNA and chromosomes out of the womb and left you guys leftovers. So sorry. Sorry, eh? I took all the, you know, the good looking and the smartest and whatever sort of bullshit <laughs> I tell myself. But uh, no, so you had kind of an entry, interesting uh, experience. And yeah, are you a Gen Xer? Is that, uh, is that your uh, fall in life? Uh, yeah, I'm right at the right. Yeah, so right at the high end of that. It's funny, you, 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 in your bio, you talked about the same stuff I wrote in my book about how I came up, uh, you know, working as early as like, I think it was like nine or 10 when I started mowing lawns. And you did some of the same thing. You, you even, uh, convinced your mom to let you, uh, I, it said drive a lawnmower. Did you have one of those driving lawnmowers? No, I made her, uh, dr- you know, drive me with my lawnmower oh. in her trunk. Really? So, uh, I wouldn't say make her, made her, but I convinced her. So, uh, unfortunately, we didn't have cell phones back then. So, for her to come back and pick me up, it was like, you know, you had to find the 25-cent phone, you know, to put it in and call her. But, uh, no, yeah, that's where it all started. And uh, really, it has to come with uh, genetics. You know, my mom's Irish. I get the big old heart from her. You know, I'm very Mm -hmm. soft for women and children Mm -hmm. uh, that suffer. And then my father, um, you know, they both grew up super poor. And so, he taught me about elbow grease. Ah, and uh, you know that's a those are good things to uh, to to have under your belt. Did that elbow grease uh, lead you to end up eventually starting skin kick? Because you know elbow grease. I guess you can see what I'm going there. Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> we actually can help with the elbows for that. So. Can it really? There you go. Oh see, yeah. Oh I like yeah. That, I like that product placement lead in. That's what. Yeah, they, perfect. So they, yeah. So they pay me the big bucks for. You know something I thought that was really interesting, and and it's it's interesting how you and I grew up in this generation. You know, you, your mom was nicer than my mom. I I'm still scarred from trying to to ram a a uh a uh lawnmower all around the neighborhood for miles at a time because uh, i had a little i had a little you know business going a lawnmowering there uh and uh but no you would have to in, in with my family you 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 had to you had to you know go, you could drive the thing all around the the uh, sidewalks that were unkept and going all sorts of different ways uh and you know you're like ramming it into stuff half the time and you're just like, oh my God, I would have dreamed if my mom would have let me put the lawnmower in the car. That's pretty, I'm going to have to take that up with my psychiatrist as my new scar from, from my parent childhood. I think I have PTSD from that. I'm going with that. Sounds like a new, it's a new thing for my victim competition. You got, you got a victim competition in this world. This is the new thing. Um, but no, one thing I thought that was really cool about your bio that was really interesting is you were taught accountability from day one by your parents. You were given chores and you had a demerit system and reward system for performance. And you were taught how to measure performance. And then you were uh, allowed to see success, but to earn your own way. Tell us what that's about, you know, because a lot of helicopter parents probably need some of that guidance these days. It was interesting. So, uh, you know, dad was a, made his way to a medical doctor. Mom was a nurse. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like I said, they grew up dirt poor. And so, uh, he, uh, we had, uh, three acres and a nice, nice, everything was nice. But what he did is, uh, while we had food on the table, I'm very gifted for having the beautiful house and all that, but he, uh, we had to buy our own clothes, our own shoes, our, uh, you know, he laughed at me when I, he asked, what do you want for your 16th birthday? I said, you know, I told him for five years, I wanted a Jeep. He showed up on my 16th birthday with this little Toyota Jeep 
plastic thing about this big. <laughs> wow. he, he laughed for about two years. But, wow. uh, you know, when you're going through it, you're grumbling, right? But I can tell you what, um, he actually had a demerit system. So we each had a garden mm-hmm. uh, or a couple gardens or a rock bed or something, and we had to maintain it. Oh. And so on Sunday evening, he would walk around with his checklist. And checklist? He, yeah. So you learned checklists back then. Oh. He had a checklist. Uh, and, um, you know, he'd go through and if you didn't meet the requirement, you get demerits. If you did, then you can have your $25 a week that you have to use to pay for clothes. Wow. So uh, if you wanted the nice shoes, nice tennis shoes, <laughs> which at that time, I don't want to admit it, but, you know, they were 11 and 12 bucks, not 150 and 160. But anyhow, yeah, it was un- unbelievable. You you complain when you're going through it, but then you look back and you say, you know, thank you, Dad, for instilling us all those traits that um, you felt you felt were valuable. Yeah, you know, I was going on. Uh, th- this stuck out at me because I was going on yesterday. I had to. I, there's a if if I go a certain way out of the house during the day, I have to drive by a local elementary school, and uh, if I drive by at the wrong time. They're either dropping off all the kids and it's a traffic jam of hundreds of cars or it's in the afternoon where they're picking up the kids and it's a traffic jam of hundreds of cars. And I always try and remember not to go that way because I'm like, don't go that way. And then, you know, sometimes I forget or or you're just like, I have to get that way. And uh, and you get stuck in this huge thing. And I'm like, all these all these kids have like limo service nowadays. Where they, where they just, uh, you know, and, and they can't, like, it, even if I wanted to pick up uh, kids that I had, I mean, I shipped mine off to military school. They're supposed to call me when they're 18. Um, the, uh, and then some went to a Chinese organ harvesting clinic. Um, but, well, dad need a BMW. My kids love me. They give. Um, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a favorite joke. Uh, but, but no, they're like, like I would be at least like, okay, honey, I'm going to pick you up from school, but I'm going to park about 50 yards or 20 yards down, you know, like, you know, just uh, within eyesight, but up the block, you just walk up to me, honey. So we don't have to navigate the hundred car limo line, you know? And, uh, but no, no, it's gotta be the limo line. And, you know, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but maybe give some thought to what you're teaching your children. But I made the joke, uh, it was a setup for a joke that I made on Facebook where I'm like, well, you know, to me, I, if I had kids, they would walk back and forth in school because dodging kidnappers actually is a, is a life skill. So uh, it's good to learn that. I don't know. But <laughs> Well, when you're one of seven, uh, it's, rare, it's rare that you get picked up when you want to get picked up. That's true. You know, you learn patience and, uh, you know, humility, too, because it's not all about you. That's true. You know, we, we up, up here in Utah, if, if kids get uh, kidnapped, they don't miss them because they, they have like seven to 10 kid families up here. And people just go, Hey, is, is, do we have a kid? Was one of them missing or something? And they're like, no, there's another one on the way. Don't worry about it. He'll fill in. So I'm doing all I can to be here. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's my Utah jokes. So there you go. Well, you wanted the best show ever. We got to do lots of jokes. We got it. Yeah, we got so, the best, however. So you, you've uh, started a few different companies out of that, and this kind of laid a foundation for you to to uh, to to build your companies and do some stuff. How many companies have you started? And let's just touch on that a little bit, and then we'll get into well, the skin kick. Well, I um, I did the original as a kid, but, you know, it was officially, uh, you know, a company. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, my father was teaching me about taxes. That's where I learned how to sell, what mm-hmm. sales meant, and how, how to communicate to somebody and convince them to trust me to cut their lawn. Mm-hmm. Where a doctor had, uh, he had many, many uh, apartment complexes, and I finally got him to trust me. So, you, you know, I learned that. I learned costs, oh. cost of goods. You know, you got to pay for gas. I learned mm-hmm. depreciation. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, eventually I had a, uh, you know, a six foot cut machine that we could do six foot at a time, you know, wow. uh, five foot, sorry, 60 inches. And um, so uh, that was the original company. But then, you know, I focused, uh, kind of had to play catch up in college because I was building my business, had a, uh, you know, some kind of challenge I had to decide uh, to study mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, so I uh, came out with a chemical engineering degree and then um Wow. I decided to be a big corporate guy because uh, going into medicine, I felt you have to have the big heart and you have to care, you know, about caring for people. But I was all about business. Mm-hmm. So how could I go be a doctor? It would just be the wrong thing to do. <laughs> I don't know, man. It seems like, uh, I mean, doctors are good people and they, they do seem to care about us, but uh, boy, they sure make a lot of money. So, I mean, there's some business there. You got to have the business with the, with the caring about people, I guess. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta really, uh, just my view was, you know, you got to care about people and want to care about health. And I was more interested in being an entrepreneur, doing my own yeah. thing, making money. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I worked my way up the corporate pole and then, uh, you know, I went to Japan, was the highest ranking American in a Japanese company. Kids lived there, wife lived there. And then I decided that inside those companies, I built companies from scratch. Mm-hmm. And it's not like an entrepreneur uh, in that you have you have to find money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice because there's a big big pot of money that those corporations have. So we would uh, do things like a reverse triangular merger. We cut off a piece of a Japanese company and got an American company to invest in it. Mm. So this is where I got my MBA. I mean, MBAs are done in the ditch, yeah. uh, not in the uh, university. So, um, so uh, that was incredible experience. And I finally decided that um, time's up. I'm tr- I'm not a corporate, I don't want to be a corporate executive. I want to do my own thing and I don't want to, I want to stop making people money and I want to be doing the right thing. Mm. And so I really had a calling, if you will, or, a, and it led me to skincare. I, I first started in oil and gas for about a year and we actually created a very competitive product. Uh, it's a fluid since I was an engineer, I could understand that stuff, even though I couldn't even, I can't even spell chemical engineering anymore. Right. Uh-huh. So it's been so long, but um, we did this fluid company for drilling fluids and we, you know, landed like the number three company in the world to drill, to provide those fluids for, but people were doing wrong things. So I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't care how much time I've invested money done. And then uh skincare came to me and I started working in anti-aging. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, what happened was, uh, I ended up owning the entire company. The person who had actually done one product was off building another company doing semiconductors. So uh, my fundamental core competency uh, as a professional was semiconductors making computer chips. So uh, I got into this skincare and I realized we needed a blemish relief lotion. So we needed something for acne. 
And so uh, I had partnered up with a PhD doctor who studied um, skin cells at UT Southwest Med School here in Dallas. And he's, well, you know, you know, I might be a chemical engineer, but I'm telling you, this guy's IQ is a couple decimal points over from me. Like, he's that rock star, mm-hmm. you know. I don't want to uh, use any of those Internet people's names, but he's like that, only he can drink a beer as well, right? So he's kind of well-balanced. And there you and, go. Uh, he came up with this Plymouth Relief Lotion, and we don't have any money, you know. So we're, we're off working with the uh, uh, homeopathic medical doctors in town. We do a, a clinical trial. We do our own clinical trial, which we can do with a medical doctor and a PhD. And so after 30 days of evaluation, this young uh, woman, 14 years old, stands up. She, you know, so we give them the product on day one and we take a picture of them. She did not want her picture taken, boy. And she was forced to be there by her mom. We couldn't even see her face. Uh-huh. It was covered with her hair. And she comes back in 30 days and she's standing so tall and she's like waiting to tell her story. So you would, we'd move around the room and listen, uh, for experience to experience to experience. How was your, your journey with this blemish relief lotion? She stands up, she pulls her hair behind her, behind her ears. She goes, do you see my face? I am glowing. I've never had so much self-esteem. And I went down, tried out for the lead role in the school play, and I won it. Wow. She goes, I grew my hair out so I could cover my face. She goes, she literally goes, you need to call this self-esteem in a bottle. Wow. Chris, that's where (laughs) self-esteem, it was that. And I said to myself, forget the anti-aging. Like I can... Anti-aging, you know, it, it takes uh, it takes 30 days before you can. It takes, you know, and then 30 days more. You know, it takes a while to impact uh, wrinkles, crinkles, cracks, and crannies. But with this blemish relief, we can uh, we can see redness go down within hours. And if you oh. have one zit, it'll clear it overnight. If you have the most cystic acne now, we can clear. And oh it's, wow! It's hard to believe that, and then we do it naturally. That's awesome. So yeah. uh, tell us about the, the makeup of the product when you say it's uh, done naturally. What's the chemical sort of uh, makeup that you have in it? Yeah, it turns out the background on that is there's two kinds of sources of chemicals in the world. Uh, it, they're either man-made or they're natural. There's mm-hmm. no other choice. And uh, what I learned when I got into skincare, a woman taught me this, is that uh, it and also from my chemical engineering background, so it was kind of a combination. I knew in the semiconductor is the um, the uh, we use the cleanest chemicals in the world. That's mm. called five nine, so it has to be ninety nine point nine 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 percent pure. Like there is nothing in the world that comes a one hundred percent pure. That means there's always unwanted byproducts. Mm-hmm. So when you when you get a something with a man made chemical again man-made versus natural there's only two ways to make it get a chemical so man-made always comes with an unwanted byproduct because the chemical reaction was never perfect and never clean and never a 100 percent so we decided and i learned what the woman told me is it's those unwanted byproducts that create the uh create the problem for your for your body so um, she had literally come up to me at a trade show and she she goes, oh, 
you're claiming to me natural? I said, yes, we're 99% natural. I'm in, intentionally 1% preservative so I can last three years. Yeah. She took the product and stuck it in her mouth. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I can taste, I can taste the nastiness of the chemical. And then, believe it or not, Chris, she grabs it. Now, I'm not promoting this. You never do this. <laughs> but I have done it accidentally. She stuck it in her eye. What and the she, hell? Right? I'm like, what are you doing? But over time, I've used my own product and it ends up in your eyeball. You know, like it's kind of like your shampoo ending up in yeah. your eye sometimes. Yeah. And it does not burn at all. And so no. turn turns out that we believe in natural because your body, believe it or not, your body, people don't understand this. Your body is 100% chemical. The only mm. thing in the world that's not chemical is uh, radiation, sun, heat, noise. But our bodies are 100% chemical, so it wants to be in harmony with nature. Mm. Well, that's why your body wants natural. It doesn't. It wants to reject everything that's un, unnatural. It definitely does. It definitely does. I mean, I've I've learned this uh, kind of between the soaps I use and and other things. I've I've been more and more concerned about estrogenics and and uh, and and more natural stuff. I eat a salad a day now, part, partially because I got mold and my body's like you know yells at me if I eat stuff like a burger. It's like, well, you're gonna, we're going to punish you for that. Um, so uh, this is really important that it's natural. You know, I was gonna, I was thinking back on when I was young and I used to get, uh, and I had, you know, acne issues. I didn't have them too bad, but I would get a lot of zits and stuff. Um, but I would, I would take a, what is that, Clearasil brand, and I swear to God, that would actually cause me to break out worse. Like it would, <laughs> I would try using that crap, and it would actually do the opposite. I would break out more. And I'm like, I don't, you know, and it really was like a clogging agent when you really think about it back in the day. Uh, it was like putting paste on your face. But uh, no, this is really cool. So you guys have delivered Skin Kick, uh, Self Esteem in a Bottle. Give us the dot com mid show here so we get that plug in again. Skinkick.com. Skin is skin on your body and kick like kick your self esteem. There you go. You deliver healthy, clear, glowing skin that results in an improved image, uh, leading to better decisions. The world with harmony, more love, less hate. Uh, that's what Skin Kick is about. Uh, so this is pretty awesome. I know a lot of young people. I mean, geez, I was surprised. I'm like, how come I still have acne in my 30s? Like, what's going on? And, uh, you know, it's like, I thought this gets over in your teens. And then there's a lot of teenagers that, I mean, they really have it bad sometimes. Yes. So what you described is exactly true with that product. So uh, when I got into uh, skincare, I have the advantage to ask 5,000 questions like a dum-dum. Uh-huh. Right. So I, I went to the supply chain. I went to the dermatologist. I went to the medical doctors. I went to the estheticians and I can ask 5,000 questions. And then I built a model. So once you start understanding behaviors and what's going on, I built a model. And today... Um, that stuff, what you described is exactly plugging your pore, your skin mm -hmm. pore. So everywhere you have a hair, including your head here coming out, that's a skin pore. Mm -hmm. And our model says two things have to take place. One is the pore has to plug. And two is you have to have bacteria on your skin. Mm. So um, we have bacteria all day long. It's everywhere. And these pores are open, and what comes out of that pore is an oil. That oil protects your face, but that's also the oil that goes down your hair and makes 
for oily hair, for instance. But that oil's on your face and it's there to protect you. And what happens is that oil's coming out of that pore. And if you block that pore, if there's bacteria stuck in the pore, there's no oxygen anymore in the pore. So what happens when you have bacteria, anaerobic bacteria, loves to grow with no oxygen. If you remember the guy that invented uh, penicillin, his wife was screaming, come home, come home. So he slapped the top on that Petri dish and it grew grew this stuff that became known as penicillin. It was bacteria. Oh, wow. We, so they he put this dish, top on the dish, no oxygen in the dish. So it grew and it became, it became known as penicillin. So let's fast forward to your skin pore. You got the hair follicle sticking through this pore. Let me see if I can show it. Sticking through. Everything's hunky-dory. Bacteria is on top of your skin and down in that pore. As soon as you plug that pore, it becomes like putting the cap on the Petri dish. The bacteria grows, 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 grows. It's got to bust out of there. If it comes out the top, comes up where your skin is, oxygen can get to it, and it turns yellow, brown, and then black and becomes a black head. head. There you go. All right? There you go. If, if, your, if your pore is shaped such that the oxygen cannot get to it, it's still growing and it's going to bust out. So if it busts out the side, it pops to the top and it looks all white, like this it's poking through the skin. It's got white top. Mm-hmm. It's a white head. Exactly. Nope. The third way be. is if because of the design of your pore, which you inherited, by the way, that it can't get oh. out the top. It can't come through the top. It can't come out the side. So it starts talking. So this this pore talks to this pore, this talks to this pore underneath the skin, and mm. it's what's called cystic acne. And that's where you get Dr. Pimple Popper popping that big gush of stuff. Ugh. So blackhead, whitehead, cystic. <laughs> don't don't plug the pore and then kill kill the uh kill the bacteria naturally instead of using acids. Wow. So, so what we did is up we turned the apple cart around. No more acids. Forget acids because it's destroying that natural layer. And so what we do is we came up with a two-step process. One step is keep that pore clear so it's a cleanser. And the second step is to go after the bacterials with antibacterials, out of the, uh, which are natural, out of the Amazon rainforest. Oh, wow. Everybody else that's using 400 companies are using benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid to burn that bacteria. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is it destroys your natural sebum and then your body says, Hey, where's, where's that natural oil protecting me? And your body cranks the oil out in two to four weeks. Mm-hmm. You have max oil, max oil plugs the pore and you have this circle. Yeah. So it just feeds itself and just feeds itself. And that's why you, the neighbors or the competitors are using three steps after they put the acid on your face, benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, adapalene. Uh, they have to calm your skin. So there's always a moisturizing step. They use three steps. We use two. Automatically, I'm more sustainable. Yeah. Doesn't the moisturizing, though, clog your pores as well if you do that? You know, you you got the acid peel of the acid first. (laughs) What do you mean? In which case? I don't know. If they're doing the acid peel, like you said, with the acid, then then they're putting moisture on. Isn't the moisture, doesn't the moisture clog a bit? I don't know. Oh, it's... uh, can you imagine? So um, I'm over here talking about protecting your natural skin, and that's the new thing. I'm not the only one, but people want to – it's called a microbiome. They want to protect it. Oh. But there's this whole culture of putting acids on your face. Like women go down to re- 
it's called exfoliate. You want to yeah. to remove the dead skin cells, they use acids. So I'm like, acids? Like like the acid you put in your pool? <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. No, it is. It's the pH is like three and four. Those are very strong acids. Yeah. Like it'll burn your hand if you don't have your glove on. Well, after, uh, you know, it burns off the cell, you know, a layer of skin. Yeah. And uh, so we've come in, we've turned up the epicart, no acids, right? Yeah. For acne and blemishes. And then for anti-aging, we did the same thing, no retinol. Retin- and those things are what people call the gold standard. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You put acids on your face. It's just wow. so the beauty is you can do you can get results with uh, natural if you understand them, if you understand science. And then um, one last thing, uh, I took technology out of a semiconductor device. So when you build a semiconductor device, you have this uh, big, deep trench. And it turns out you look at that trench from a cross section and you look at a skin pore, they're identical in in their structure. The size and dimensions are different, but you have this big, long trench in there. And so I've applied all the chemical engineering know-how to keep that trench clear to skincare. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're, uh, you know, that gives us a, a, a lot of uh, a lot of performance compared to the competition. You know, they haven't figured that out yet. There you go. And then you guys also uh, have clean plus natural ingredients. You deliver a concentration of vino. Tell us what the, those are and how that works. So what happened was uh, the world started off with organic, you know, in California when they were driving around with VW bugs in 70s. Mm-hmm. They moved from organic ingredients to natural ingredients. And then uh, there's a lot of marketeering that goes on. So the federal government found out pe- companies are making claims were natural. So there were, you know, tens and tens of lawsuits against companies that weren't really natural. So the industry's retreated back and they're going to say, hey, we're we're clean and clean is it can be a natural ingredient, but it can be a a man-made ingredient and uh, we'll decide which one it is. But to me, um, there are two two ingredients that they allow in clean products and or, you know, to be designated clean. One is benzoyl peroxide and salicylic acid. The federal government actually made a warning of the use of those in 2014. Wow. Okay? The, the warning is that it can cause a severe, severe allergy, severe breakout. Number two, retinol is the gold standard for anti-aging. Um, what is the, what is your medical doctor, your OBGYN says, as soon as you get pregnant, don't use retinol. And I'm like, well, if it's bad for your baby, it's probably telling you it's bad for your, your own body. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> of course we're clean, but we're, we're actually 99% natural and intentionally 1%. So we call ourselves clean and natural. And, um, I'd also, have learned that if you're 100% natural, uh, if you're shipping in Texas, you can probably make it from here to the mailbox before it degrades. So you, you know, it's kind of like shipping a chocolate bar in the summer, you know, oh, yeah. the, the bacteria is going to grow. So you really need uh, a strong preservative system. And we studied them and there's very, uh, I call them family friendly. So we have 1% preservatives, 99% natural, naturally derived. And, um, you know, our shelf life's three years. Wow. 
That's pretty cool. So uh, you you don't test on animals. You've got clean and natural ingredients. You develop with a dermatologist for all skin types. I was looking at your website here, and one thing I thought that was pretty surprising was uh, there's a guy who had some really bad uh, acne scars uh, from his life, and he had some really bumps on his face. It looks like it's all cleared up after six months of using the product. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, so, uh, Chris, if you showed me any of those pictures on that web, there's three sets of pictures. One is for acne. A, a woman uh, who was in the, her uh, late 20s had just incredible acne. Um, and then there's a woman with a her, uh, they burned her at the med spa with chemicals. She has a chemical burn. Oh, wow. And then the third one is the gentleman with acne scars. If you showed me any of those, I would say you're Photoshopping. Mm-hmm. Um, Photoshopping is uh, is a hobby for skincare companies. Yeah. Uh, Seems to be for everybody these days. Yeah, and it really irritates me because I'm like, how do I get around this? So what we've decided to do is we film the customer who has, they call me up all the time saying, oh, thank you for changing my kid's life. Thank you for changing my life. I even have an 88-year-old lady who had breakouts. Wow. So um, so that gentleman with the scarring, his son cleared, uh, his son came to my July 4th party a year ago, and within three days, three applications, the kid cleared his acne. Wow. Now, that's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, one pimple can go overnight for sure. But if you're if you have cystic acne from zero to 10, he was probably a six on the scale. If you have a 10, which means you're you have open lesions, you know, it's going to take us six to eight weeks to calm and get it all. But which is very reasonable, actually. Yeah. So anyhow, this gentleman had acne scars, had acne as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he suffered all his life with those scars, you know, called ice pick type scars. So if you will. Um, those things, zero to 10, he was a 12. Wow. And so you could almost stick your finger in his scar. But, um, what we learned, it, he, and he did this on his own. I would have never recommended my product for that. Cause I'm like, Oh, you're going to take down my company and say, you know, it doesn't work, but he did it all on his own. He had the cleanser and the glow renewal serum and he used it religiously day and night. And uh, he shows back up with that picture. And I was like, what are you doing? What is this? Uh-huh. It was amazing. And then he even went to his uh, mom's 80th birthday party. You know, he's 50-something. So he takes it to his mom's 50th or 80th birthday party. And his mom's, you know, living in Chicago, hasn't seen him in, you know, at least a year. And he, she's throwing a fit like, You're, that's amazing. So uh, since that time, we're now releasing it and saying you can use it. And uh, the ne- <laughs> one of the next people using it, believe it or not, is the Catholic priest. The dude's clearing, right? Like he suffered his whole life. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, all we need to do is clear the Pope and we're in. <laughs> uh, there you go. You're, you're, you just need the papacy and you'll sell uh, like it's going to sell. Do you guys sell on uh, uh, TikTok now? There's a lot of uh, skincare uh, and, and stuff going on. Over yes, there. we're just starting. We're a little bit behind the curve, but yeah, we're getting yeah. traction. Uh, they all say we're a TikTok brand. The TikTok kids say we're a TikTok brand. Um, you can imagine, like, uh, I built this brand, right? I'm not in the demographic. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but I guess I am now with the acne scarring. But uh, so I surrounded myself with uh, Gen Z's mothers and their millennials. The mothers are typically the ones that influence even the millennial uh-huh. and ensure the Z to buy the product. But um, so I surround myself with people that are that demographic and they tell me what to do. The whole brand came from feedback from the people that would use it. And so the same way with TikTok, you know, I've been really apprehensive about getting on there myself, but there's a huge push for the CEO to be on there mm. and to share a lot of our um, insights. Like we're getting rid of acid. You don't need that. They said you need big, all, all, all our lives. We've heard shrink the poor, shrink the poor. And I'm over here saying, are you kidding me? The smaller the poor, the likely it is to plug. Yeah, that's probably true, huh? It is true. Think of, think about, <laughs> think about uh, the hole in your driveway, right? Which one are you going to plug easier, the small one or the one that's, you know, it's very, very common sense, but it's kind of applying engineering. All that engineering I learned about plugging a trench in semiconductor manufacturing is exactly what I'm applying here. So, um, yeah, uh, TikTok is it. I, I, I. Probably I'm coming up with 60 seconds with the CEO or we're going to do uh, truth or bunk. You know, there's so many oh. myths in skincare. There you go. Uh, starting with the, the poor, starting with uh, you can't exfoliate twice a day. Right. So while they're all using acids and they're exfoliating once a month, we've found out we figured out how to do it twice, not only once a day, but twice a day and not and protect your uh, natural uh, sebum. That's got to be that's got to be good. At TikTok, you're gonna kill it on there. My friend, uh, my friend uh, who owns Hint uh, Water, you know, I uh, she came on the show and we were talking, and uh, she's a CEO of Hint Water. And I said, I said, you you need to go over on Hint Water. Are you on TikTok over there? And she goes, Oh, no, it's it's kind of hard to figure out all. And I go, I originally thought that because it started out where you can only do thirty second content which is really hard to compress, you know, something like what we do in the 30 seconds. But now it's up to 10 minutes. And I said, I said, you should go over there. There's people talking about your brand already over there. She goes, really? And I pull up a search and showed her. I'm like, look, there's people talking about hint water on the brand. You need to get over there because it's, it's the, I mean, I spend hours on that damn thing. Uh, and most people do. It's, it's killing it. It's the, it's the, it's the most hottest social media uh, site so she went over there and she's killing it she's doing the ceo thing she just goes on as a ceo and talks about him water and different aspects of stuff and a lot of ma- her management and, and how she manages and she's killing it like she's just destroying over there and i know i've been seeing all these skincare ads lately and people talking about skincare in fact a lot of it has been targeted towards men and bags in the eyes like are you a man who has puffy or bags in the eyes thing and i'm just like uh, am i <laughs> actually, so, actually yours look pretty darn good your your skin actually looks darn good thanks thanks you said you were 90 yes for 90 year old you for look 90 good. yeah i mean brad pitt calls me for uh advice and uh i quit taking his calls. well no i take brad pitt's calls george clooney i said you can't call me anymore you you too old man you make me look bad um and nope. uh plus he got married and so you know i'm like your life's over just don't worry about it that's a married joke people <laughs> but uh no, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I just have a natural beauty. What can I say? <laughs> you know, uh, I wanted to say, so did you, did you suffer as a kid with uh, acne? Yeah, really bad. Yeah, really bad. Even in my thirties, I would get acne. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? 
So did your mother or father have it? I guarantee you one or the other. Uh, I never really asked them, I don't think. I don't yeah, think so, we had a conversation so it goes there. back to that skin pore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I like to say that a skin pore is like a I'm trying to figure out a good word for it. So I'm calling it a feature like your nose, like, like your ears, like, you know, your body parts. We it's genetic there. And that's a feature that's inherited. So the design of your pore is it comes from one father or mother. And the those features of the pore, like how big is it? Right. The bigger it is, the better off it is. It's less likely to plug. Then how thick is that wall? If the wall is super thick, it can't get out left, right, down, and bottom. It's going to come out through the top. So those features are defined by genetics. Oh, wow. So you've given me another thing I can now take into my psychiatrist and blame in the scarring for my childhood. Cool. Yeah, you're <laughs> you got the wrong four. Mom, mom, dad, you scarred me as a child. Gave me bad pores. I'm gonna text my mom after this, and she's gonna hate me some more. But, so, uh, like, anti-aging is all about your skin cell, the cell itself. Yeah. But the acne is all about the skin pore. So it oh. had. So whether you have acne-prone skin has to do with the shape of your pore and the you know how thick it is, how deep it is, and how wide it is, and those dimensions make it more prone to acne or less prone. There you go. There you go. It's, and so if you guys go on TikTok, you guys are going to kill it over there. I can tell well, you Well, we have, we're on there. We have like 18,000 followers. Oh, so there you go. You see, so you're on your way. Yeah, we're on our way. We're yeah, on our way. Definitely. For it's, sure. That place is so, that is, that is, uh, what is it? It's on a line from Zoolander. That's so hot right now. <laughs> yeah. And also that will be the search engine. They're saying, you know, the search engine, uh, it'll replace Google. You'll Google there. So you Google what you need and then it pops up as a video. Tells yeah. you how to do it instead of having to go to YouTube and see it. You'll see it there. And like you said, they extended their uh, time of the video, so you can give a you can give some education. You know, and it's quite impressive what they've done in a brief period of time. Oh yeah, and you get some influencers talking about it, and you'll be kicking butt, man. It's 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 crazy how things spread on that platform. It's just insane, and like. The amount of knowledge, it used to be like Twitter was kind of the place to go for hot news, but it's almost becoming better for hot news over there. And then they do like little videos, like the, the FTX crypto thing that was blown up this last weekend. Like it just spread like wildfire over there. And the data that people were compiling was just crazy. It was far better than Twitter when it came to news. And like, here's the latest thing. And you're just like, wow. Um, and uh, so creators being able to come up with stuff is crazy so uh what what have we touched on about the product that we should tease out oh that was the question i had for you does it uh how about with people that have rosacea i think it's pronounced and uh what's the other skin malady that people have a lot where it's kind of gets dry and brittle eczema Um, so yeah rosacea eczema yeah so uh we are 18 out of 20 so i'm I'm not statistical. I'm not, uh, I don't claim, make any claims. The interesting thing is acne is a disease. Mm. I have the right, let's see if I have it. Uh, yeah, I have, um, uh, two of our products. I have a drug facts panel. So, uh, I can actually use a natural ingredient to claim, make the claim and use the word acne, which I can cure a disease with a natural product. The uh, I have a license to do it. It's licensed. There's a uh, so and the FDA acknowledges it, 
And so uh, I do use the word acne. Turns out uh, rosacea is not a disease because they don't have anything to prescribe to cure it. So oh, wow. I believe it's a, it's classified as a disorder. If if it was a disease, they would tell you like acne disease. They tell us to be acne, you have to use benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, sulfur, and uh, we exactly designed all of that stuff out because it's not healthy for your barrier. And it actually, as we described, right, it strips you. And uh, so, um, turns out that other people have been coming, and then it started with uh, rosacea. And um, we're 18 out of 20 for curing it. Like cure to me means it doesn't come back in 12 months. And it typically happens within three to five days. Like, and it's so we, we are not, we will have another product, uh, whether it comes out of its own brand or the skin kick brand, we're not sure. But if you have rosacea now, I'd go for it. Yeah. Uh, you know what that, that's the red mask where it looks yeah. like you drank too much the night, a couple nights in a row. Hey, kind of get that rosy sort of got look. That and rosy, yeah. There's some and, people that uh, have it really bad, but yeah, I can, I can see that any sort of skincare that's uh, natural and, and, and going to be good for your face as opposed to, you know, chemical peeling. I still really don't know about that chemical peeling. I see, like, I've seen some people, it looks like they got smashed in the face, uh, with, you know, after a chemical peel. And I'm just like, I don't know about all that, man. Like, yeah, you... your, your gut, your gut is telling you exactly right. So if uh, somehow they've conditioned the marketeers have people in skincare condition that pain is good. You know, it's like building a muscle, you know, you got to feel the pain. <laughs> but I say if it's if you have pain, you know, run from the product, run from oh, that. Kinda... Company. It's pain is not not a sign of strength. Pain is a sign that you're doing something wrong in skincare. So, uh, you know, and all the people that can't do natural, by the way, are the ones that are telling us you can't do it natural and it's, you know, it's not possible. But, you know, I have 30 testimonies now of people that I would shake my head at if I didn't know it was skin kick. Like if it wasn't me collecting the data, like Mm -hmm. it's like, are you kidding me? The rosacea ones are. Um, or, you know, literally three days. There was a, a 20-year-old woman stuck in her dorm room for six months during COVID. She was afraid to come out because she had severe breakout, and her mom gave her skin kick, and she she reports in her testimony or video she cleared in three days, and she had rosacea and acne. Oh, wow. So, so you can tell I'm passionate. The The reason I'm passionate is that young girl, like I described, that 14-year-old girl, like, she said, you know, you, you changed my life. Well, that young woman changed my life. Like, mm-hmm. I realized this is my calling. My kids are, you know, uh, the, my kids are older. They're out of college. They're swimming on their own. They're, you know, they're doing well. So I can spend 100% of my time. It's, it's me and my dog, Murphy. Mm-hmm. You know, Murph, Murph and I are here just, you know, so I love what I do. And the best day of my life is when somebody calls me up best part of the day they call me up and said hey you 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 impacted my kid like he's a new person like i didn't realize my my daughter was um you know depressed and sad and now it's like she she's bloomed and she's a new person she's outgoing she's she's communicating she's coming out of her shell i mean so our vision is very clearly 
you know, clear skin gives you confidence. Confidence leads to better decisions. Mm. But I don't know about you, but I've made some pretty bad decisions. And it's usually, you know, when I, when I feel happy about myself, I'm down. You know, so so clear skin, confidence, better decisions leads to a better world. One with harmony, more love, yeah, less hate. And so we there can do it. Just, just imagine, close your eyes and imagine just a little bit more self-esteem with everybody, you know, even we yeah. also, I mean, is your self-esteem perfect every day, Chris? No, no. Yeah. Neither is mine. You know, no matter who you are, we have no matter who you are, you you know, that's why I drink. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's just a joke. People don't drink. To well, solve your that, you might, that could help with your rosacea. I was wondering why you. Have <laughs> that's, that's usually if I had rosacea, that's what I do. I just be like, I had a lot of vodka last night. Leave me alone. Yeah. Well, that's, no, it's the other that. way around. You're going to tell him no, it's rosacea. I wasn't drinking last night. Oh, oh, is that? Oh, you're so you're hiding your alcoholism. I get. Yeah, it. there okay. you go. There you that's go. A, that's always note to self. Anyway, yeah. I, don't, I I quit drinking because I I've gone all natural. I'm or as close as I can. I'm kind of veganish, and uh, you know I just kind of learned, man, being natural with your body and eating natural foods and stuff. Your body like goes, thank you, thank you very much for being my friend. I'm glad we could be friends. If you're friendly with your body, it'll be your friend back. That's what I found. You know, just don't loan it money. That's the only thing. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm 100% with you. And in fact, <laughs> you, um, you, you may remember that I had to delay this uh, this uh, webinar and uh, webcast. And uh, it turns out, believe it or not, this is unbelievable. But I had a roommate in my in my brownstone. and um, I was breaking out like I've never broke out before. Like I had that eczema. It started here, went up here, was on my eyelids, and it went to the top oh, wow. of my ears. First time ever I went to a dermatologist, right? Mm. And, of course, what do they do? Give me some drug and some cream, which nothing worked. Wow. So being the chemical engineering problem solver, which, uh, by the way, the only problem I never solved was my marriage. But I've done every other oh. one. Every other one worked. But um, so one day I'm in my brownstone and I look down and there's one of those Glade plug-in things in the wall. And I'm like, what is that? How did that get here? Right. Well, the roommate plugged it in. Well, I don't know if you know, but when it says perfume, you, uh -huh. should, you should run. Don't ever buy anything with the word P-A-R-F-U-M in it because that's where they pack their uh, super duper ingredients they want to tell you. Well, they're pumping those nice odors into your house, right, by plugging it in and, you know, it evaporates. Well, those are the worst chemicals in the world, you know. And yeah. sure enough, I unplugged it, and two days later, literally cleared. Wow. Then then, then about, uh, you know, after the, I had searched for three months, I changed the dryer sheets. I changed the pillowcases. I was every, you know, I was doing max problem solving. And then when I pulled that thing out, I cleared. Okay, so fast forward about 30 days. All of a sudden, I break out again. So I searched that house, and I found another Glade. She, this woman had plugged in another Glade plug-in. So wow. I, if you can turn uh, the knob on and off, it's called mm -hmm. root, root cause. Oh. So um, that was 18 months ago. And then coming into this, um, you know, your webcast, 
I broke out so bad. I was like, how can I be a skincare guy on here? Like, you can't. <laughs> no. So I felt what a kid felt when they're going to school. Yeah. You know, with an acne zit. I've never, you know. And we uh, don't allow people on the show if they have acne. That's kind no, of No, it wasn't. It was, a, it, was no. a, it was eczema. And it was so bad. Oh, okay. Literally, I, I had scales. I looked like a fish. Wow. Like, yeah. And um, so I'm at work here, and I called the facilities guy. Hey, are you pumping uh, these chemicals? And they said, you know, into the air handler. And uh, by the way, I found out over this time, many, many corporations, uh, for instance, hotels are pumping chemicals into their air handlers since COVID. Wow. Including these. Oh, that's because of COVID. Yeah. yeah. And that's how they learned how to do it. And then they're putting the, the nice fragrance in there. So, so anyhow, at work, sure enough, there was a room with Glade plug in it. We pulled it out and I clear. Wow. You know, I was watching, I know I'm bringing TikTok because people are like, how much time do you spend on TikTok? A lot. Uh, but I was watching a gal who's, I can't remember what her job title was, but it was something, she was a scientist and she's like, you need to really be careful about the candles and Glade plugins, like you said, that they're using. And, uh, I know lavender is a big, there's a lot of chemicals in lavender when they fake it, uh, that can mess with you. And, uh, she was talking about the chemicals that they put in candles and how unregulated the industry is. And she was talking about the same sort of thing you're talking about. It's like, it can really mess people up. And some of the chemical burn that, that and chemicals that they put into candles aren't really good for you to be smelling, especially if you're asthmatic or you have other issues with your lungs. Yes, I'm right there with you. I want to yeah. see if I can. Uh, and I and I, I've had people put in Glade, uh, the Glade, or I'm going to get sued by Glade, or uh, they're not going to, they won't advertise on the thing. But I, you know, I've I've had those uh, plug-in chemical things around me, and they will screw me up. Like I can feel it. I'm like, this is I don't. This is I feel really weird around this stuff, and it really bugs me. It almost chokes me. I'm not someone who can have a lot of candles and all that kind of perfumey crap. Like even my detergent is, is all natural, uh, no perfumes. But I, I go down that perfume aisle and I start, I start feeling woozy at, at the store. I don't know. Maybe I'm a baby, but it, it, I can just tell those chemicals aren't good for me. Uh, it's not only you, it's all of us. Our, our humans are, are wanting to be in harmony with that. Like I said, our whole body, these bodies, uh-huh. it's kind of weird to think about it. But this is a this is all natural chemicals. Everything in this body, my brain, my skin, my everything's natural chemical. It's a chemical. Mm-hmm. It is a chemical. The only thing again that's not a chemical is radiation, sun, heat, waves, things like that. But uh I don't know if you can see this. Can you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. I can see the scales on there. You see the scales on that? Uh, all yeah. my, you see my eyelid? Yeah, yeah. Is that nuts? Yeah. Like and that a, came from the glade? That's 100% from the plugins. Wow. And you can, you know, uh, we can turn it on and turn it off. Like mm-hmm. you can pull it out, get clear the room for a couple of days, and I clear. You plug it back in and I got it. That's mm-hmm. called root cause. When you can turn a light switch, you hit that switch and it turns the light on. Mm-hmm. And you hit that switch again and it turns it off. That's root cause, right? You, That switch is causing the light to turn on and off. You plug that plug in and it causes that. That That is really. Uh, That's amazing. extraordinary, man. That's and, extraordinary. But, you know, it took my problem solving skills. So, But how many 
do you really think I'm the only one that's affected? It's no. like the percentage. It's probably two, two to five percent to the people. You know, and it's, it's probably there's probably a lot of people that aren't listening to their body. They just they just don't understand what's going on, or they're they're using some other sort of chemicals and stuff to try and fix the chemical problem, which probably makes it worse, right? So because you cut alcohol out, you're now becoming, uh, that's one way you're becoming more sensitive. So we're mm-hmm. becoming closer to nature. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, you know, I fake a, fake a beer every so I drink one beer. I feel terrible. I mean, it's a lot of different than the 12 in college, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so we're probably more in tune with our bodies mm-hmm. and nature. So that's how you're able to figure out, you know, you eat the cauliflower and all hell breaks loose the next day, you know? So, mm-hmm. And and the same thing goes with acne, Chris. So people say, don't use milk, don't use pizza, don't use chocolate. Well, that's all hokey pokey. Each of us are inflamed on something else. So for me, it's M&Ms. I can eat a pound of it and I can get a zit. Promise you I can get a zit. But milk, no problem. Pizza, no problem. So, But there may be somebody who's, you know, they their insides get inflammation. They that that whatever that is ticks them off. For some people, you know, um it's wheat, right? The whole the thing with oh yeah, the gluten, right? Gluten, they have yeah. the gluten infection mm-hmm. or whatever allergy, so they can't bring in the wheat. Little did we know, you know, that never happened forty years ago, fifty years ago. It's happening because what's sprayed on the wheat. Mm. It's the chemical that's on. Oh, is it? That yeah. makes sense. Well, look at all all these diseases, not all of them, but many of these diseases, they never happened 40, 50, 60 years ago. Wow. Um, so I didn't even think about it being, it being the chemicals on the wheat. Oh, it's I exactly was, what they're spraying wow. on the wheat. Wow. Right. And uh, so what you have to do is identify what your body's allergic to or having inflammation to. So. The one thing we all have in common is sugar. Nah. Sugar is a no-no. And uh, the Harvard Med School guys or Harvard uh, um, you know, scientists in the late 60s, they're the ones that identified uh, sugar was the number one problem. And at the last minute, the, business, the sugar industry came in and paid the guys off and they said it's fat. And so 30 to 40 years now, we've been saying, oh, low fat, cholesterol, all this. In reality, we're just now figuring out those guys, you know, got paid to their report. And so the issue is, is it's it's the sugar. It's not the fat. Fat is wow. healthy for your body. Yeah. I mean, you, you need certain amounts of fat just to go every day. You know, I have a little coconut oil in my, in my, um, in my coffee, uh, and you know, is there's the, the butter coffee that, uh, one of my other friends, a spray makes, uh, Dave Asprey. Uh, so yeah, uh, it looks like we've got some love from, uh, Andrea Cox who's a friend of mine. She's a big, uh, natural uh, coach. She coaches people on eating natural and, and living natural and having natural oils and stuff. So this is really important. And like I say, the more I've gotten in tune with my body, the more I've, the more I've been at listening, you know, to my body and go, Hey, what, what do you don't like there, buddy? What's going on? And so I've, I've learned to eat better. I've learned to, uh, 
I've learned to uh, listen to, you know, chemicals that are around me and what I'm smelling, what I'm breathing. You know, all these things are really important and, and make, can make all the difference. So as we go out, uh, anything more we need to touch on on Skin Kick and what you guys are doing over there? No, uh, I appreciate the time. It's, uh, you know, uh, what what we want to do literally is um, we're priced from $16 to $59. $59 is for a three-step system that clears mm-hmm. and renews at the same time. So we can clear your acne and renew your aged skin, and we can uh, protect your natural skin barrier all at the same time. This The competition can't because they use those acid. Acid plus retinol gives you chemistry 101 on your face. Mm. Uh, so um, we're there, and all we care about is, um, you know, your self-esteem, right? We want people to feel good in their skin. I, you know, yes, I'm a businessman. Yes, I'm, I, yes we're going to make money, and uh, we already have funds. You know, we already know where we're going to spend our money. It's not on my house or my car. It's like, you know, I was um, chairman of Children's Advocacy Center. You know, those kids suffer. 99% of them are raped, you know, and it's thousands and thousands. When they say one out of four women, it's true, right, by the time they're 18. So we want to be given back. So, one, I can help you feel good about your skin today. And then, two, the company really, you know, um, really, we have great plans for where we're going to invest, you know, which funds, which women's centers, sure, um, which children's, you know. It just breaks my heart to see, um, you know, two things that I know impact self-esteem. When that woman said it's self-esteem in a bottle, I went back and asked two women. One of them was treated by our Children's Advocacy Center. Uh, unfortunately, she was raped as a, as a teenager. But I asked her, what would your life look like if you had more self-esteem, right, uh, when you were a child and a teenager? She goes, I would have come forward quicker, right? I could have, I could have stopped that. Yeah. Yeah. It just breaks your heart. And then the other, the other was a young woman that had been trafficked. Oh, wow. And and I, and she was healed. And I, you know, I was very careful asking the question, but I said, you know, what would your life look like if you had a little bit more self-esteem? And she was like, are you kidding me? Like my issue is self-esteem as a child. I never had, I never believed in myself. Yeah. So imagine, imagine if we could bump the self-esteem up in this world and yep. uh, make all the it. difference. It makes a lot of difference. So, so Maddie, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Yes, I appreciate it. Skinkick.com. Skin is the skin on your body and kick like let's kick your self-esteem. Skinkick.com. It's 100% guaranteed. You don't like it, I'll give you your money back. But it's worth a shot for 30 days, whether you're 8 or 88. If you have acne, rosacea, eczema, problem skin, or, you know, if you want to look like this, smooth. (laughs) Or look like this. There you go. I don't know if anyone wants to look like me. (laughs) But there you go. Maddie, thank you very much for coming on the show and educating us about your amazing product. It sounds awesome, and it should be great. I'm humbled. And I will see you on TikTok, Chris. There you go. There you go. And uh, we'll probably have the show on TikTok. We're trying to figure out how to cut the show up and put it up there. So uh, yeah. all the fun stuff. Uh, thanks, my audience, for tuning in. Go to YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, all of our properties across social media, all the Facebook groups, all the LinkedIn stuff, all that place. Go follow us over there. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.